0: What's up, everybody? We are back. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I'm your host, David. I am joined with today, Ryan.
1: My prediction, pod,
0: <laughs> <laughs> And making his way down a mountain from Russia, Leo.
2: <laughs> I c-
0: I can't wait to dive in. To Rocky Four, I and I I have a lot of positive things to say this time around, but I do have a lot of negative things to say. So that should be, it should be really fun. So by our introductions, we are back to cover the a lot of coinciding anniversaries. So Rocky Four turns thirty-five. Rocky 1 turns 45, and Rocky Balboa turns 15. So we decided to cover every single movie in the Rocky franchise and rank them as well. So we will get into that a little later, but before we get into that, let's get into some news of the week. Um, Arrow, there was an Arrow spinoff planned, and I, since I'm not too familiar on the Arrow stuff, did you know there was an Arrow spinoff planned?
2: I heard rumors. Yeah, same. same. I think it was one of those things where like they kind of had the character development, to a point where they could have done it, but I didn't think that they actually said yes.
0: So, yeah, so that's pretty much what the news is. So, the Arrow spinoff, Green Arrow and the Canaries is not moving forward at the CW.
2: Oh, man. Was that, like, COVID-related, or was it just because, like, I guess, do you know anything? Did they ever say why?
0: I did not get too deep into the details on it. I personally think they are trying to create this new... It's kind of like Marvel trying to create a new legion of, like, superheroes to follow for the next 10 years. I think that's what cw is trying to do Ah,
2: so i'll be honest i thought that the news um i I remember them talking about the green arrow and the canary spinoff and i also remember them talking about a a diggle spinoff okay and i had heard about the diggle spinoff like being like murmured and like i wasn't sure if that was going to take off i'm a little bummed out to hear the canary the canary show is not coming forward because the uh, Catherine mcnamara Mm -hmm. um i think she had star potential i think she could have held her own show
0: ryan thoughts
2: Maybe it
1: goes to HBO Max. I mean, there's always that potential.
0: Everything's going to HBO Max. (laughs) Max. I actually think they're done with this version of the Arrowverse. I mean, who's left? The only thing left is The Flash. Supergirl's on its last run, and then Black Lightning was canceled.
2: the new new Batwoman's about to start off, too, though. Wonderful. Who's watching that? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I I I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna give one episode. I'm not even gonna do my three episode thing. I'm gonna do one, and then if it's j- just as bad as season one, I, I'm I'm done. Just to see if this new Batwoman is a little better. Yeah. Um. Next bit of news. It's it's very DC. Everything here this week is just DC news. So I'm going to try to do this the way the news reported it. So Michael Keaton is attached to multiple DCE films. Then he's not attached to any other films outside of The Flash. <laughs> um, so the rumor is that there's going to be two Batman universe, two Batmans in this DC universe. You're going to have the Verse with Justice Trilogy, the Mavericks Trilogy, and then we are going to get whatever Batman is in the DCEU. And, and there was a rumor that was reported this week uh that Michael Keaton was going to be that DCEU's Batman. The next day, uh the original person who had the rumor out uh pretty much said no, that's not what I meant. I meant that he's going to be in the Flash but nothing above that. Um it's not Ben. It's not if it's not Keaton, who the fuck is the Batman DCEU? Who's <laughs> There's no one left. <laughs> Unless we're recasting I mean, again, Ryan.
2: George Clooney. George Clooney is coming back, baby. He's coming back to Clooney. I want I mean, that so much. They go with
1: Flashpoint, and they go with the dad, and don't you go with, what's his name? Um, oh, Negan. Negan. Jeffrey yeah, yeah Morgan. Negan. <laughs> Jeffrey uh, Morgan, yeah. The world isn't that great.
0: <laughs> it's not that great. I
2: don't you know think... What? Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy comes back from that one appearance <laughs> on the, the, the crossover on the TV show. Alec- boom.
0: Ale- Alexander Knox. <laughs> <laughs> He realizes that's the only way you could get Vicky Vale. He finds out Bruce Wayne <laughs> and Vicky Vale broke up, and he's like, "It's time to put the cowl on." Um, yeah, no, no it's some interesting news. I mean, I, I'm just happy we're getting Keaton, and maybe getting Keaton because, uh, War- it's like the worst kept secret in Hollywood right now. DC hasn't, and Warner's haven't confirmed it, but they pretty, it's pretty much a, sh- a thing that Keaton's going to be in, in the Flash. But yeah, it, ju- it just sucks overall that it's just going to be one project. At this, uh, under this, this current circumstance. Uh, next up, what's my favorite topic? Yeah, go ahead,
1: Ryan. Shame on you, Leo, for going to Negan and not Winchester.
2: <laughs> well, in my defense, Negan's still alive. And... <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Speaking of that,
0: I almost did a thing, guys, this week, and Jenny yelled at me while I was going to do it. So, um, Supernatural—the whole series—is now on Netflix. So I wanted—I was gonna go to the series finale and watch the end. And oh,
1: dude! Jenny immediately <laughs>
0: stopped me. She's like, "No, you're not gonna do that. You're—I'm like—I'm not gonna rewatch. I'm not gonna watch this entire show. That's just not gonna happen. There's like nine thousand <laughs> episodes. There's no way I'm gonna watch a show. Um, and then yeah, she she talked me out of it. So maybe maybe one day when i really have nothing else to watch and.
2: Yeah, if anything if anything one day if you're ever like maybe bedridden and you can't get up from anything. <laughs> that may be it. That may be it.
0: Uh the next three bits, or oh, two bits of news is more uh talking about my favorite director and his upcoming film. Uh Zack Snyder confirms there are no plans for a Snyder cut sequel.
2: I can't you so it's funny? You said your favorite director and I was like, please be Zack Snyder, please be <laughs> Zack Snyder.
0: Um it's so hard, man. It's so hard to to like this like this guy. Um yeah, so to the surprise of, well, people with with a brain like you, yeah. me, and Ryan, um, there is not going to be a Snyder Cut sequel. And well,
2: That's because everything is in this one movie. There yeah. can't be a sequel. It's and... literally like a freaking four-part movie. <laughs>
0: it kind of goes into the other bit of news is that Kevin Smith on his latest Fat Man Beyond podcast, he didn't spoil it, but he teased the ending of the Snyder cut and he said it's weird and it's very open ended.
2: Oh my god. Come on, man. There should be no over ended stuff at all. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ryan
1: thoughts. I agree with Leo. Th- this should be a clean cut and why? No. The, yeah. I I mean at this point I just it's it's going
0: to it's um no official word but it looks like it's going to be March. So we're we're almost there. I <coughs> I think we're we're going to – we should have a podcast just on the Snyder Cut and we just absolutely destroy it.
2: It's funny because, like, I know that there's a population of people that are looking forward to this drop so much where they're, like, anticipating it happily. I feel like us three are more, like, anticipating, like, I don't know, like the SATs. Like, oh, <laughs> uh,
0: man. I know yeah, that's a,
2: good, that's a good <laughs> one.
0: Like, I guess we're going to have to take it, take this test. Yeah, I guess we're going to have to watch. I It's – I'm just hoping it's somewhere along the middle. I don't think it's going to be anything special. I, as long as it's going to be something like if it's somewhere along the lines of the Bat, uh, Batman v Superman director's cut, the three hour cut, then yeah, then sure. That actually wasn't that bad. Um, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Have you guys seen Wonder Woman? Yes, oh, have. No, um, not yet. No. Uh, Ryan, what do you think? Loved it. OK, cool. So we differ on that. Um uh, I didn't love it, I didn't dislike it the way the internet did, but I uh, I thought it was very, very... I think, not very, very, but there was a lot more flaws in this one than the first one. I guess my ex- expectations were way, way too high. So, I'm very curious to hear your thoughts, Leo, because I know you don't really watch... You, like, you don't gravitate to every single DC movie. I know there's some that you haven't seen, so I'm very curious.
2: Yeah, so- I think if anything, Dave, I think what I'll do is maybe I'll do like a little mini like catch up on the DC movies I've missed, like Shazam, Aquaman. I'll do like Wonder Woman 1 and 2, although I saw one already. So you've missed all the good ones is what you're
1: telling me. Yeah, well, yeah, because
2: you know what? My heart heart was broken from the bad ones, and like I don't want to do it anymore.
0: I think you'll be okay. Shazam is fantastic. Like Shazam is so great.
2: And look, and I freaking, wa- I, and I, I know we differ on this too, but um, I ended up watching freaking Harley Quinn for this podcast, and I wasn't a fan of that one either. And I'm like, ah, oh.
0: that one broke me. I really thought you'd be in on that. I, was, I was actually really surprised that you didn't like it. Um, and then the last bit of news before we move on is, I know Leo, this is something that's going to excite Leo. Uh, <laughs> the first reactions to WandaVision. Have you guys checked yes, them out yet?
2: absolutely, yes.
0: So essentially, I'm not gonna get into every single one, but essentially what we're getting is a the first three episodes are extremely trippy. It's a weird show. Uh it seems like you're going to have to be patient for us to get to what we need to get. And listen, it's been a year and a half since we got Marvel. I just I'm just happy we're getting some Marvel. I uh, I mean, I there's no there's no real complaints for me. Uh Leo thoughts.
2: Yeah, dude. Uh, I think like earlier, maybe last week or something. Like, uh, Disney Plus like released this thing called like uh, uh, Marvel like Legends. Um, it's literally like five minute clips of like character biographies, and I was like fiending for any new content. So I'm like, let me watch this. Let me just watch this. So I'm uh, I'm super excited for the for the show to drop. I heard I, I read the same reviews, Dave. I read that the show can be a little trippy. I also read that the um. Some people are saying that that whole thing of, like, making it into, like, sitcom parodies, that it it plays a part to making it, like, a darker show, which is something I was very interested in hearing.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I saw that as yeah. well. Ryan, thoughts? I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get the first two episodes. Disney did confirm we are getting uh, two episodes this week. So, uh, very curious to what happens with that. So, yeah, that's the news of the week. Uh, before we get into Rocky... I haven't talked to these guys in a while, and outside of Wonder Woman, I want to know what you guys have seen lately. Ryan, what have you seen lately?
1: Outside of Wonder Woman, the only thing that really uh, comes to mind is New Mutants. What do you think? Uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected, like a lot more than yep. I expected hot garbage, yep. and it was far from. Mm-hmm. Um, I said I turned to Casey. I'm like, "Look, no spoilers, but a lot better than Dark Phoenix." <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's one I said, of... this was a go great ahead. Great send off. It was a great send off to the Fox, uh, to the Fox X Men.
0: It it's a I... very I don't know if you agree, right? It's a very slow, methodical film. It's not one of those things that you're going to get action every five minutes. And I, th- I actually dug that a lot. I dug that a lot.
1: Oh yeah, but it keeps you. It keeps you, like, grasped the entire time. Like, I was just into it the entire time. I, lo- I really enjoyed it.
0: Agree. Anything else? But
1: yeah, that's that's the only thing that really comes to mind.
0: What about you, and Leo? Uh,
2: so, yeah, so uh, for the last couple of weeks, I think, uh, I finally did the How I Met Your Mother from uh, from beginning to end. I had seen a lot of the episodes on TV, like on reruns and stuff. Like, it's always on. So, um, I was surprised to say that I, I had comp- I had honestly seen every episode in the first three seasons. Um, but then afterwards is where I started having a lot of gaps. Um, the main reason I stayed away from watching the show when it was on or even in general is because I just can't, I don't like Ted. <laughs> like he's such an unlikable protagonist. But, um, but after completing the show, finally seeing the last season, I don't know why everyone was so bummed out about that last episode. Because it sucks. Animal- it was it was anticlimactic. climactic. It definitely wasn't one of those like this story is just freaking terrible, but um I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it, it, it was it was good. It was good. I think the show in general was a really strong show. Um I would put it somewhere so for me, for me personally, I still would put um uh, The Office and Friends above How I Met Your Mother.
0: Um I definitely would put The Office over HIMYM him. just because of the I'm I enjoy the the show i enjoy the office more obviously but if we're just going on just the ending that ending just destroys yeah it, does, it, it doesn't it doesn't destroy it, the it, series for me but it destroys the ranking of where i would have it
2: so it's, it's funny you mentioned that I think that's where i put it too is like, like the, the ending wasn't like you know how people like hate the sopranos ending for, for ridiculous reasons yeah and I'm like you know what like this, this ending it was it wasn't as good. it wasn't good. it could have been a lot better, but I'm like it wasn't like the world's worst ending that makes this show like terrible now like it it was okay it was it was meh um I
0: th- yeah, I think with the uh. ending for me, I think and I don't know if we've talked this off the line. I think the biggest problem with me is that they obviously filmed that ending early. I believe they filmed it after season three because the the kids were getting too the old kids.
2: the kids yeah, yeah. but the,
0: my issue is is the fact that. It didn't really. Gr- the ending does not show the growth of the show. It's
2: true. It's like they went. It's like they went. It, it's kind of like they knew what the ending was going to be, so they kind of they were locked in. They couldn't make any changes to what that was going to was going to be.
0: And that's a problem because as the show progressed, I wanted Barney with and It actually made sense that those two were were together. Now, I'm going to contradict myself. I do love that Barney, the only woman he ever really truly yes. did love was the was his baby girl. That baby that girl. that's yep. fantastic. I thought that was incredible stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, oh my god, like, will you send us on this trip with Barney and Robin, and then blah. Yeah. And I would be yeah. for I would forgive that if the mother didn't die. That mother dying thing has that pisses me off and
2: yeah and you do fall in love with that character man she she does an incredible job yeah so yeah i did that so i did the him him watch for me Um, i also completed season three of cobra kai
0: yes um so since ryan's a a fucking party pooper and he hasn't seen it yet um ryan why have you not seen cobra (laughs) kai yet
1: i've been busy (laughs) have you seen the other seasons at all Season one, I'm going to watch season two this week.
0: Yes, all right, cool. So without spoiling in Leo, um, all those callbacks, what do you think?
2: Uh, so it's funny, like, other than the MCU, I can't think of any other property that does this this well. Yeah, Combining me. the movies and the TV show, the writing is so smart. It doesn't just, like, make it, like, fan service. It makes it, like, organic, yep. like, interweaving of the story. I'm like, it's freaking incredible.
0: Yep, the Miyagi-verse um, is a legit phenomenon.
2: Yeah, and and I think you and I may have alluded to it earlier uh, off the line, but that mother effing ending.
0: Oh
1: yeah.
2: Oh my God.
0: Oh yeah. Um and that's all we can say since I don't want to spoil anything for Ryan because I do want him to take everything in. And I and you also saw a little movie I've been talking about for like two months on here?
2: Uh, yeah, it's funny. Like it's for all our listeners. You know, every year Dave has like one movie yes. that he puts like all his chips in. If like, he's all in, yep. if you're gonna see anything, watch this movie. Yep. Um I did watch Promising Young Woman. Woohoo! Uh dude, Carrie Mulligan. Oh, oh my so gosh, good. man. So good.
0: I uh, so good. I'm so happy. I mean, we can't spoil anything. Ryan, I th- actually think you will like the movie. It's yeah. not it's not it may be the one that I champion this year is like you have to see this, but it's not a very hard movie to watch. It's actually more long, you know, a, a movie that even casuals would probably be like, "Oh my god, this is really good."
2: Yeah, it's definitely character driven. Like I think, like her performance doesn't make this super difficult to like digest. It's a, it's an easy watch. It it does tackle some pretty serious subject matter, but it does it in a very very smart way.
0: Oh yeah, um, and you you know the ending being controversial, you were okay with it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Again, like this is one of those things where like you, you can't get into like the, the if you expect an ending and you don't get what you expect. I feel like any time a, 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 a director, a, a storyteller can do that and still like you feel a little bit of like completion and like and, re- and resolution. I feel like that's a good job. Um I'm not going to just be upset because I didn't get what I thought I was going to get. Yep. Like I thought it, I thought it was I thought it was a good story. I thought it was an, a, a, it made sense and it was honestly somewhat realistic.
0: Awesome. I compare it her performance to Joaquin's performance in Joker last year. Yeah. Because there is some level of and the movie doesn't talk about it the way Joker does it and I think Joker's more in your face on this aspect. There's a lot of mental illness that she's going through personally, more mm-hmm. PTSD. In a way, of her dealing with certain aspects that she deals with in the movie, and she also has a scene too uh, that reminds me when Joker putting, is putting the makeup on, and she's putting oh. makeup on in front of the mirror. That reminds me of that. Um, they both end in a more in a kind of a tragic way. So, like in terms yeah, of somber. yeah, it's a very somber ending. But yeah, it's I'm championing that movie to the end. I hope she. I think she's getting awesome. I'm I'm pretty confident she's getting nominated for this. I think she should win. I don't think. that's the best performance i saw all year it's a very if this movie was released 10 years ago the oscar would say fuck you because it's a very it's not an it's not a very traditional oscar player but the fact that it's getting a lot of love i'm glad so i'm glad you saw it anything else Leo? Mm uh
2: well maybe like a few weeks back i I ended up watching um tadwick boseman's final performance Uh, incredible Yeah, Ma Rainey, Ma Rainey was it was it was uh, I mean, it's funny because like I didn't do too much. Like I didn't see too many trailers. I didn't want to get too much information prior to the movie. I love the fact that it all takes place in one day. Mm -hmm. Like it all takes place in one situation. I'm like, wow, like this is a pretty different take. I'm not used to movies like that. But I think it, uh, a lot can happen in a day.
0: <laughs> it's uh, based on a play too, so that's why yeah, it's kind yeah. of stuck in one location. Um, yeah, the performance, Ch- is yeah, crazy and dude.
2: I think Dave. I think you and I talked. I mentioned it to you briefly. Like that when he's telling the story, when Chadwick Boseman's character is just telling the story of like his his background, the passion. Like this was breathtaking performance I, by Chadwick Boseman. I
0: feel and sad to say, like. It, he kind of it felt like he knew his time was coming close to an end, and he gave everything he had here. So, Ryan, I'm not sure how you would feel with the movie, but I think just for Chadwick, I think you should give you should give it a shot. And all right, cool. And then on my end, uh, I we you know we talked about Cobra Kai. The only thing I really saw this week was uh, I rewatched Ryan's favorite franchise the middle earth franchise so i watched the hobbit trilogy and the the lord of the Rings because i just picked up the lord of the rings on 4k so i wanted to take get those in the hobbit is still not good
2: (laughs) even in 4k you know what the problem
0: my problem with the hobbit is that the hobbit is a 300 page book it's spread out in the three movies that's fine that would be acceptable if we had characters i care about I actually don't think there's anyone engaging in the Hobbit trilogy. Like, Bilbo's fine, but it's not re- really anything interesting. Lord of the Rings is perfection, and I don't give a shit what you say, right? Lord of the Rings And
2: Dave, is... Dave <sighs> uh, did you ever read the books when you were younger, like the, the Hobbit book?
0: No, it's kind of... I walked into this the same way I walked into Harry Potter.
2: All right, so tell me... Because this is the way I felt about it. Tell me if you agree. Is the only reason you care about Bilbo because he was in Lord of the Rings? Yes. That's me a, too. That's the
0: only reason <laughs> I gave a shit. Um, the only when I remember when those movies came out, I was very interested because of the fact that Peter Jackson was back. And then I saw them, and I was like, Ooh, "This is tough." And Ryan, I I will ask, do you like Game of Thrones?
1: I haven't checked it out.
0: Okay, because if you like Game of Thrones and you shit on Lord of the Rings, I don't want to talk to you ever again. Because it's essentially a a more toned down um Game of Thrones. I mean, no, not no one's naked. So if you're not looking for that, then you you won't get you, you won't get that in uh in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but yeah, Return of the King is one of the best movies of like the last like 20 years. So you are. I'll
1: say that I enjoy Return of the King out of all three of them, like the game especially.
0: Wait, you've seen all you've seen them? You just don't like them. I thought you just talked shit to me because you were an. I've interested... seen them. You need to give those a rewatch, man. They're so good. You don't and not and not even you don't even need to watch the uh the extended cuts because those you probably would kill me if I asked you to watch the extended <laughs> cuts. Um, but no, give it a shot if you if you get a chance. Um, and then the last movie I saw is a sports movie that I've been wanting to watch for like fifteen years, and I I never was a I never got to it. Uh, searching for Bobby Fisher. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's a chess. Of it. It's a chess yeah. movie. It is so fucking good. It is so good. I think I was inspired to just finally get to it after Queen's Gambit, which... I I
2: was going to ask, were you in a chess mood because of Queen's Gambit?
0: (laughs) And mind you, the the finale of the movie is kind of... It's so engaging. There's obviously a final chess match at the end of the movie. I have no idea what the fuck they're doing. (laughs) And I still don't pretend to know what the fuck they're doing. But I was into it like I was watching a fucking final drop no like a final drive <laughs> in the fourth quarter or like the 15th round of a rocky fight I, I was so engaged it's so good uh, but yeah oh, she took the rook she took the rook oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like why did she move why did he move his pawn in that direction I don't know why I thought he could only move it up and down and he moved it across I don't know what's going on right now <laughs> yeah that that that's how I feel when I watch chess movies but yeah it was it was really really solid And that leads us to this wonderful, wonderful sports franchise. (sighs) Rocky. I I kind of been wanting to do this for a very long time because this is a franchise that is one of my favorite franchises, despite not all the movies being top tier. I think, for the most part, this is one of my top ten favorite franchises. It's just so much fun to go back and watch. Um, Rewatching it for the podcast, I think, the middle tier the three four five area feels very of its time it feels like a traditional 80s movie and then early 1990 uh what were your thoughts on going back leo uh
2: yeah i think this is uh it's funny because like ranking them i realized uh like the the lens that you rank them in it, it really defines how they're gonna come out because some of them are just super entertaining and rewatchable but then there's like some legitimate like amazingly well-crafted films where it's like, Oh, the story is strong. The acting is strong. Um, I love the franchise just as much as you do. Um, definitely uh, since like, I think you get callbacks to when we were like little kids growing up and how much you were like loving these movies. And honestly, like it's, it's defined sports movies going forward. Like the underdog trope is Rocky Balboa. (laughs) And like, if you see any movies after this movie, They'll be compared to Rocky Balboa. <laughs> did
0: you did had you seen Creed and Creed Two before this?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, 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 so I took a little while before I saw Creed Two. I think I saw Creed Two maybe like maybe four months ago. Okay. Um, but uh, everything else I saw like pretty much uh, any Rocky movie that came out in the theaters when I was alive, I saw it in the theaters when I was alive.
1: Right. What about you? Um. Uh, no, the rewatch was fun to do. Um most of them stayed like when it came to rankings they stayed where they were um it was just a fun rewatch i really do enjoy this franchise it's just a nice sit back and watch you know it's an easy one it's an easy one to get through like
0: i I, I got through it relatively quick because outside of the first one they're all short they're very short movies um we're gonna, I'm going to get into the production of the first one, and then we'll get into the franchise box office. So in regards to Rocky 1, Sly wrote the screenplay for Rocky in three and a half days. Shortly after watching the championship match between Muhammad Ali and Chuck Wepner that took place at Ridgefield Coliseum in Richfield, Ohio, on March 24, 1975, Wepner was TKO'd in the 15th round of a match by Ali, with few expecting him to last as long as he did. Despite the fact that the match motivated someone to begin work on Rocky, he has sub- subsequently denied that Webner provided any inspiration for the script. Uh, other inspirations for the film may have included characteristic, characteristics of real-life boxers Rocky Marciano and Joe Frazier, as well as Rocky Graziano's autobiography, Somebody Up they're like me, and the movie of the same name. Wepner actually filed a lawsuit which was eventually settled with Stallone for an undisclosed amount. Which is pretty interesting how everything came together. And there is a movie that came out called Webner a few years ago that I saw at the Tribeca Film Festival and it actually does touch on the Rocky stuff and it, I, I think that ro- Slide did use that as inspiration. When you watch the movie, it, it seems like it's very evident. Uh, box office wise, to the shock of no one, Every single Rocky movie made over 100 million dollars.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: So, worldwide, uh, Rocky 1 uh was at 200 million, Rocky 2 was at 270, Rocky 3 300, Rocky 4 119, Rocky 5 150 uh, 155, Rocky Bubble, 173, Creed made 212. No, I'm lying. I was off by 1. Uh, Rocky Four made three hundred million. Rocky Five made one nineteen. Rocky Balboa way, way, made one fifty five. Creed made one uh seventy three, and then Creed Two made two twelve. So that's I'm surprised more on the Creed Creed Two making so much money. To be honest with you, I did because they are very different movies. If you when you watch mm-hmm. them, they're very much more serious movies.
2: Um, it may have been maybe like the hype, like because one was so good, people like were like, I we need to see part two. Maybe oh, maybe yeah. that's what blew, blew it up a little it bit Maybe.
0: Uh going into the trophy room of each of these movies. Um, Rocky, RT score, ninety four percent. It won Best Picture, it won best director, it was nominated for actor, actress, supporting actor for Burt Young and Burgess Meredith, original screenplayed, film editing, original song and sound. Um this is one of those that it's cool that it won Best Picture. It, I Shouldn't have be Taxi Driver, but that's another story for another time. Um, but that's a really cool win. I think Bridges Meredith should have won the Oscar for, for Rocky. I think he's that good. Outside of that, the only other nomination was Sylvester Stallone. He was nominated for the Oscar for Supporting Actor for Creed, and he should have won that. Uh, he did win the Golden Globe for Creed. Uh, my favorite and Leo's favorite, Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just I I just want to take a guess of it on on when you guys think. So Rocky's 94%, it's the second highest rated of the entire franchise. Rocky 2. Leo, what do you think? Where are we what's the rating for Rocky 2?
2: Uh, you know what? I would want to say like 88.
0: Okay. Ryan, any guesses?
1: Um, I'm going to go 89.
0: 71.
2: Oh, pr-
1: price is right rules. Damn it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> 71. 71. Yeah.
0: Rocky 3. What do you think, Rye? I'll start with you here.
2: 85. Leo. 75.
0: 64. Ooh. Rocky Four.
2: That should be 100. It
0: should be 100. <laughs> it should be 100 damage. I'm going to actually start with, with, with Leo on this. So go <laughs> ahead. I know you champion this movie more than anybody.
2: No, no. So, like in all honesty, like based on like the actual enter- entertainment factor? 100%. 100. Yeah, no,
0: I I agree but, with you 100%.
2: But actual I, I after rewatching it, I'm like, wow, this movie isn't that good at all. But Dave was right all um, along. I'm guessing like 70? No, as far as like film filmmaking, filmmaking, I'd think like maybe 70-69. 69.
0: I'll go 69. 69? Okay. Um, Ryan, what do you think?
2: I'm going for an even 50. 40. Ooh. <laughs>
0: the second lowest in the franchise uh next up is rocky 5 in
2: there yeah. you go <laughs>
1: what
0: is rocky 5 ryan uh
1: 37
0: yeah Yo, you you're close what about you leo
2: he's close i'm going 36
0: <laughs> 20,
2: 29 oh i am going to go 25
1: <laughs> damn it <laughs> and then the
0: last three rocky balboa what do you what do you think ryan
1: uh that one's pretty good i'm going to go uh, sixty-one.
0: And what about you, Leo? It actually seventy-nine, seventy-seven. Ah, oh, damn. And the last two, Creed, Leo. What do you think?
2: Ooh, Creed is going. I think that's the number one. So I think it's going to be.
0: Uh, what
2: was what was Rocky one again? Ninety-four. 94? So ninety-six.
0: Ninety-five do
1: let me guess.
2: Sorry. Sorry.
1: <laughs> All right. I'll let you guess
0: Creed 2. Go for
1: it. All right. I'm going to say uh, 85. And Leo? Yeah, I'll say 88. 83. Thanks. And then, that
0: one. and then we are going to get, I think we are getting a Creed 3. Hopefully not. But we, it seems like Michael B. Jordan will be directing Creed 3 whenever it comes out. All right. Let's get into it, fellas. What's age best in Rocky? Leo, kick it off.
2: Everything. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'll say, like, honestly, just straight up, the theme and the score aged incredibly well. I think even it's even as it's just as recognizable as the actual, like, actors in the movie. Um, Stallone, as a person, aged very well. Yep. Uh, he's probably, he's he's, be, he's in better shape as, like, a 60, 70-year-old than most 20-year-olds. Oh, yeah. Um, this movie defined the underdog trope. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, I think that aged ridiculously well to the point where, like, other movies now, like, they talk about that that effect. Like, or, you know, you're you're the Rocky Balboa of something. Um, and the Rocky steps in Philly that aged pretty well. I think that's, that everyone wants to do them when they're in Philly. I think that's probably the most popular thing to do in Philly.
0: I've been there. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> what about you, Ryan? What do you got?
2: uh the score all the
1: performances and the training montage and the fight awesome all right so for me i have a few
0: things here <clears throat> rocky's loneliness in the opening i love that the score correlating with rocky you kind of see yeah uh, you know he did win his fr- that fight at the beginning at the at at the at the club but at the end rocky as a, is a very lonely person and you kind of see that at the beginning of the movie i really dug dug that uh the score like you guys said the fight sequences rocky's pickup lines very good oh pickup my. lines <laughs> solid solid stuff like i think i think they work well uh rocky walking on ice because i I've, I've tried that it doesn't does doesn't work only in the movies um the finale where rocky doesn't care about the win or loss he just wants to see adrian which correlates with Rocky and Adrian, I just i it's one of my favorite movie couples, despite some stuff that have aged the worst regarding yeah. Rocky and Adrian, but as a couple i i I adore them they're they make me so happy. um what's age worse? I'll kick this one off. Paulie has a brother, not great so bad he is the worst brother ever um Rocky's a terrible enforcer, money collector he'd never you know. All you got to do is just get the money and break thumbs. He doesn't want to do that. Uh, Good reasoning, though. If not, you know, how's he going to name Mr. Gazzo the the money if he's not working? Kind of (laughs) makes sense. Um, Is Rocky a creepo? Like he was told with the the little girl. Is he a creepo? Um, Rocky kind of rapey towards Adrian after their first date.
2: There we go. Yep. That's...
0: (laughs) That's the only part of the relationship in the entire—well, not the entire franchise. There's some stuff that's questionable, but um, I, I didn't like that at all. But uh, I—I was—I—I I always tell Jenny, I'm like, "Do you think that's rapey?" And she's like, "Well,
1: a little bit." Uh, Ry, what do you got? All the smoking, the pressure to come in, um, the R-word comments, uh, Pauly's alcoholism, and everyone not saying shit. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Wait, which what do you the mean? The last one. The mean? last one. Paulie's alcoholism, and no. no one says shit about it. Oh, about the alcoholism? Yeah, I don't think
0: the entire franchise. He never goes to AA.
1: Nope, no one ever says anything about it, and to the point that even when he dies, a uh, Rocky brings. A oh yeah, bottle. he brings them a bottle. <laughs> Not
2: only does he never like address his alcoholism, but, like. I don't think he ever has any adverse effects because of the alcoholism,
0: and and we find out later. It, it sucks because I mean Burt Young is I met Burt Young. He's a very nice man, but Paulie is paulie's also a racist that we find out later yeah. on in Rocky Three,
2: like straight up racist.
0: But uh, yeah. yeah, what do, what do you got, Leo? H
2: uh, poorly, I think that this is definitely like a movie like because of the time it was made, but the, the whole meek girl trope um like she's very quiet very like not very much of a strong female lead in this movie um she's she's very much like the she gets she lets herself get abused very easily i think i have Polly's abuse abusive adrian doesn't age too well he's extra abusive as far as a brother is concerned i also remember when i was watching it when i was younger like i thought i thought rocky was more rapey than he really was which brings me to what you when you asked the question like was he a really a creepo I think that's what makes it less rapey, is that he's not really a creepo. He's he's like a really he's like a Doberman. He's like a nice <laughs> dog. He's yeah. like a happy dog. He just wants to be happy and he's like he's really he's got a good heart. He just he's not very well like nuanced to how to behave around people. Yeah, that's true. Um egg drinking, I think like, nowadays we know better than drinking eggs.
0: <laughs> I gotta ask you guys, I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't think to add that. Did have you ever tried that?
2: I, I think we all must have tried that
1: at one point. Okay,
0: so I'm not an idiot. Okay,
1: great. Oh no, no bro. I always wanted to, but I never did. It's it's
0: it's it's not it, Ryan. It's not it it's at not, all.
1: It's
2: not it. It's not it at all. But yeah, that yeah. Um, and honestly, this is the one thing, and I don't know if you guys. I think you guys will agree with me. This movie has ruined real life boxing forever. Absolutely. Right? Because I go to every pay-per-view wanting to see like a Rocky movie on screen, and no one fights like this. I have never to this day, and, and I'll
0: go a step further, Leo. The entire franchise has ruined boxing for me because yeah. I don't think I've ever – the closest thing we ever got to is Mike Tyson. I think that's yes. the closest we ever got to it.
2: Yes, absolutely. But like, it's like I, I, I saw the movie when I was younger, and I'm like, oh, so I can't wait to watch boxing in real life. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is, this is nothing like what I watch. This Rocky is, fights so much better.
0: This is like reason number 87 that I hate Floyd Mayweather because he's the most yes. boring boxer in the history of sports. So, Absolutely.
2: Now you yeah. shouldn't
0: win by points. You should yes, win because seriously. you someone out. <laughs> like Kermit Ward said, you play to win the game. <laughs> um, let's move on. That guy, Ward. I hope we all have the same person. I have Burt Young.
2: Ooh, so I'm I'm back and forth. I actually have Burt Young or Carl Weathers. Okay, I think both of them. You but... know what?
0: You know what stopped me from Carl Weathers, uh, Predator.
2: Okay. Uh, what about you, you? I, you know, I, I have, have Mick. more. Sorry. Go ahead, Leo. Go ahead, Leo. No, but like, when you see him on screen, do you know him more for Predator or do you uh, know him more he's for Apollo, Apollo Creed? Apollo Creed. Yeah, that
0: that's true.
1: And right. You have Mickey. I have Mick. Yeah.
2: Oh. Oh my god, that's the
0: fucking penguin, Ryan.
1: True. Fuck, I didn't think of that. <laughs> oh, Ryan.
0: <laughs> I'm very uh, disappointed in you as a comic book geek that you put Burgess Meredith on there. I actually know him more as the penguin before rot. Before, um, I saw him in Rocky. That makes sense. Yeah, that's like yeah, yeah. And but Burr young. Yeah. Any any movie I saw him bef- after this, it's like oh that that's Pauly.
1: That's uh, Pauly.
0: Del Shreve, Six Man of the Film Award. This was actually a little bit harder for me because I have um I have three options here, but I'll kick it off to Ryan. What do you got first, Adrian? Adrian, okay. What do you got, Leo?
2: See, this is the reason that I I went back and forth with um uh, with the, that that guy award because on Six Man, I'll go Burt Young, I'll go Pauly.
0: Okay, so I went with Burgess Meredith, Carl Weather's, and Talia Shire. I all three of them are the the key supporting. Ingredients to like to Sly's performance. Sly's and and I will say Sly is good in this, but I don't think he's the best performance in the movie. And then we'll get to that in a bit, which is the next category. Becky O'Shea, Icebox, MVP of the film award. I actually think Bridges Meredith is the best performance in the movie. I wow. think, yeah, I think Sly's good. Sly's don't Sly's very good. Don't get me wrong. Um, he's obviously the heart of the movie, but I think Bridges Meredith. I I think that he shows this this down and out boxing trainer that's been longing for one one more run and his emotion my favorite scene is the the scene where he goes to visit Rocky yes. and he's, he's essentially gotten to the point that he insulted this guy from beginning at the beginning of the film he kicked him out of his locker to the point where he's basically begging him to train him
1: Yeah, he yeah.
0: swallowed his pride and he shows it so well that scene for me is everything and Sly is really solid in it as well but I assume you guys went sly here, Leo.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I went sly simply for like, and it's one of those things where like, um, you, you don't know how much is actual acting and how much is just like, he is this character. (laughs) Um, uh, but yeah, I think, I think something about like the whole, he's just a dumb jock. That's super like full of heart. Um, and honestly, just that ending with, 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 with Adrian, like, and it's gonna go into another award that we get, that we're gonna give, but like it, you you feel like that emotional um heartstrings there. But I I went, I went Sly. What about you, Ray? Yeah,
1: I went Sly for pretty much the reasons that Leo just said. Awesome. All right,
0: peaks and valley. Um, my peak is very fucking morbid, so I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this now. So my peak is Joe Spinell. Uh, so why is it morbid, you ask? So he started, he along with, um I think this is his peak in terms of the t- best thing he ever did. He was also actually second best thing because he was also in The Godfather Part 1 and 2. But the reason I put him in the peak is because he died in his apartment <laughs> like a few years after this at the age of 52. Wow. So during the morning, he cut himself badly on his glass shower stall door after apparently slipping in his bathtub while showering. Soon afterward, oh. he fell asleep on his living room and bled to death. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Joe Spinell—that's my peak. Uh, what What do you got, Ry? Paulie. Not a bad one either. Leo, what do you got?
2: And I, yeah, so like, I think similar. I, I actually went Adrian. I went Talia Shire, but I think it was more because of like the Rocky franchise is what Adrian is known for. Talia Shire is known for being the Godfather, Adrian. the Godfather. No, no one, no one cares about her in the Godfather. People think of her as <laughs> Adrian. <laughs>
0: I will not let you disrespect the name of.
2: She was the Godfather. in the Godfather, but people know her for being Adrian. No,
0: I get you. And then yeah. Valley—it's no one has, no one else has anyone but Sly, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Like this is one of those like the guy. The guy had probably one of the greatest action movie runs of the 1980s and 90s. I think he is
2: absolutely. What? Like I think we we made this award specifically for this type of situation. Oh like, yeah. This was the launching off for Sylvester Stallone Let
0: me ask you guys I am I mean this is a c- completely off topic Do you guys think that In terms of 80s and 90s action movies Do you gravitate more Arnold Or Sly Because it felt like there was a competition Between the two during that time Oh that's a tough I think
2: Sly Sly Yeah you no know, Sly Because I'm the type of dude That love Tango and Cash Oh sly. Tango and Cash is so good <laughs> I love
1: Tango and Cash
0: What about you Ryan What do you got
1: um, tough one. Uh I'm gonna say Sly,
0: and I will say Sly too for the simple fact that I've Terminator is on another level. Don't get me wrong. When I'm not talking about just Terminator, I love Predator, but I've actually never seen. A, I actually have not seen Total Recall. I've never seen The Running Man. I so the fact that I've I'm gravitating more towards Sly's. 80s and 90s action movies kind of says a lot. I mean, I fucking love Over the Top. It's an arm wrestling yes, movie.
2: I mean, it's absolutely. Cliffhanger, top- Demolition Man.
0: Exactly. Although, I, I, blasphemous for me to say, I recently saw Demolition Man. I don't love it as much as I did as a kid, and I don't know why. I'm trying to see. I, I, I want to rewatch it again. Well, it's, it's possibly because our society has become Demolition Man. No, you're not wrong. And Taco <laughs> Bell is very popular. like It was in Demolition
2: Man. The franchise um, wars, bro. The franchise wars.
0: Seriously. Uh, and then f- favorite moment in this movie. What do you got? Is it for me? It's the final round between uh, I'll, Adrian. i be between Rocky and Cree leading to that moment where he's calling for Adrian. That's my favorite moment in the
2: movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. That game, so, that's actually if there's no crying in baseball, it's the same thing. It's like that. That like, I, you didn't you didn't cry, but if you didn't feel something when him and Adrian finally get to each other. You have no
0: heart. It always, it always, every time I watch it, it always gets me there. Like I yeah. want to tear up, but I never do, but it's just a, such a great moment. All right. Let's finish off Rocky one with some fun facts. Number one, after producers Ern Winkler and Robert Chartoff became interested in the script, they offered Sly Stallone an unprecedented $350,000 for the rights. He had $106 in his bank account and no car and was trying to sell his dog because he couldn't afford to feed him, but he refused to sell unless they agreed that they allow him to star in it. They agreed on the condition that Stallone continued to work as a writer without a fee and that he would work as an actor for scale. After Winkler, And Chardoff purchased the film. They took it to United Artists, who envisioned a budget of $2 million. However, not with Sylvester Stallone starring. There are four names here of who they wanted to star. Robert Redford, James Caan, Burt Reynolds, and Ryan O'Neal. So when, when Winkler and Shardoff told United artists they could only get the screenplay of Stallone starred in it, United cut the budget to one million dollars and had Chardoff and Winkler sign agreements that they would personally be liable if the film went over budget. The final cost was one point one. Shardoff and Winkler mortgage their houses for the last hundred thousand. Wow. Yeah. So pretty interesting like notes on terms of the making of the movie on its own. Uh, during the audition, number two, during the audition, Carl Weathers was sparring with Sylvester Stallone and accidentally punched him on the chin. Stallone told Weathers to calm down as it was only an audition. And Weathers said if he was allowed to audition with a real actor, not a stand-in. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot of Carl Weathers stuff in the next couple of movies that and take it from uh, I can speak on Jenny's behalf on this one. Doesn't seem like a nice guy from when we've seen him at conventions. Um, next up, most of the scenes where Rocky jogging through Philadelphia were shot guerrilla style with no permits, no equipment, and no extras. So the shot where he runs past um a uh, um moored um, 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 boat, for example, the crew were simply driving by the docks, and John and the director John G. Avildsen saw the boat and thought it would make a good visual. There's a scene too where he's running uh down the street to Philly and someone throws him an orange I believe or a fruit. That was ad-lib. That was the 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 person there just doing it. He just did it and it kind of worked out cuz that's a great moment in the film. Uh, next up, according to Burr Young, during the filming of the scene where Paulie walks home drunk, an actual drunk wandered on location and told Young he wasn't acting drunk enough. Drunk enough. <laughs> so Young <laughs> asked the man to demonstrate it. Young then copied the man's mannerisms for the scene. That's awesome. Uh, more stuff between Sly and Carl Weathers. St- S- Sly and Carl suffered injuries during the shooting of the final fight. Stallone suffered bruised ribs and Weathers, Weathers suffered a damaged nose. Ironically, it's the opposite of the injuries that each character has in the movie.
1: Oh,
0: shoot. Uh, Next up, Bridges Meredith got the part of Mickey because the other actors they considered for the role were insulted that Sylvester Stallone wanted them to read for it. (laughs) This was the third movie in five years that Talia Shire was in that one best picture.
1: Wow.
0: That's a
2: crazy... Wow. That's a a cool run.
0: Godfather, Godfather 2, and then... uh, Rocky, and then Ty- and then Joe Spinell, who I mentioned before, was also in Godfather, Godfather Two, and and uh, and Rocky. The original ending would have had Rocky and Apollo's fans carrying them out of the ring on their shoulder after Apollo's narrow victory. Rocky then goes backstage looking for Adrian. He finds her behind the curtain at the back of the arena, and the two walk off hand in hand towards the dressing room, which is the movie poster. I don't know if you guys. That's the poster. Yeah. That's the poster. yeah. So ultimately, Slide found this scene sat unsatisfying so the reshoots were done a week later with the now famous ending that we have. Well I actually like the ending that we got. Do you guys agree? Agreed. Uh last two Sources reported that Sylvester Stallone and the director nearly came to blows over the film's ending. Stallone wanted Creed to be the clear winner of the fight, as a way of showing there are uh, there are other victories for Rocky. But Avidson cut the conclusion in such a way that preview audiences were not sure who actually had been declared the champion. They did agree, however, on the resolution to the Rocky Adrian story. On a, on the viewing of the rough cut, it was clear that there was something missing. Adrian had much, had more or less faded from the movie as the focus. And I can't imagine Adrian not being a focus of the movie. I think I always, I always look back at Rocky. Yeah, it's a sports movie, but the real movie is their relationship. And then uh, I mentioned the casting stuff before. The film's production ended up being $1.75 uh, million with a further 100000 spent on the producer's fees and $4.2 on advertising. Now let's move on to the sequels. Rocky Two. Overall thoughts, Ryan. What do you think of Rocky Two?
1: I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Leah, what are your thoughts?
2: So I I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, It's. I think when I was a little kid, I remember Rocky One, but I thought it was the ending to Rocky Two. Yeah, same here. No, no. So I think that's the point, though. I think Part Two completes the story of Part One. Like part one by itself is a fantastic story. It kind of reminds me of Godfather, Godfather 2. Like it can exist on its own and it's a masterpiece on its own. But when you put it together with part two, it just takes it to another level. I I saw so more it's, fulfillment after part two. So
0: Leo, it's end game.
2: Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah. Well, Rocky has its own end game later on. Later on, but uh, but yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I I um. I like Rocky Two a lot I actually it went lower in my rankings this time um i and it's more because of the fact that it's it's not as enjoyable as I remember, and it's still very good. I just happen to there's a lot of slower paced moments in this movie that don't work for me like I don't like any of that stuff with the with the um him doing the commercials and all that stuff that really yeah, did not work yeah, for me yeah um, but the fight itself and the whole drama. With Adrian, have uh going to the coma that that works a lot for me. Uh, favorite moment for me in Rocky Two is the going the distance, gonna fly now. That whole from there all the way down to the end of the fight, I think that whole last thirty forty minutes is fantastic.
1: Uh, what about you, Ray? I pointed out a couple of moments. Uh, um, the proposal, uh, condominiums. I never use them. That's funny. Um, That's funny. I liked you better when you were carrying spit and the final fight what about you leo uh
2: honestly as far as favorite moments in that um i the the final the final fight scene i loved it was funny because i remember when this came up when we were reviewing the halloween franchise yeah um i love sequels that pick up after the first one ends
0: so do i which
2: is like that's the yeah it it feels like a completionist type of thing and um just hearing when this movie begins, you hear the audio and then the footage of part one right before it. It's like, oh, this movie's fantastic. And then the whole hospital scene in the beginning, when um, you can see Creed just wants to finish him off. Yeah. Um, you see, he's pissed. He's he's absolutely. I love. I think Carl Weathers' performance in part two. I love. Yeah, I, love I think he's, he's
0: better in two than one. Totally. And 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 Ryan, you got to do it right. I like you better when you was picking up spit. That's it. <laughs> Um, some fun facts on, on Rocky two, it took Sylvester Stallone and editors Danford B. Green and Stanford Seattle Allen over eight months to edit the climactic fight scene. So as to meet the Stallone's approval, number two, originally Adrian was supposed to be at the big fight. However, Talia Shire was working on another movie at the time. So the storyline was changed for have her stay at home. Number three, Sylvester Stallone began on Rocky three. Immediately after completing Rocky II, with the intention of the series being a trilogy, originally there was no plans to make a fourth film, or a fifth film, or a sixth film, <laughs> or a seventh film, or an eighth film. Uh, in the first draft of the script, the fight took place at the Roman Coliseum. That would have been fucking awesome. But wow. that that would the budget on that must have been insane if they would have gone to the Roman Coliseum. Uh, number five, I mentioned Chuck Webner in Rocky One. He was actually offered a part of a trainer named Chuck w- Chink Weber. According to Webner, he had he had read for Sylvester Stallone, but did very poorly. So the character was completely deleted from the film. And last one, according to the director of the original film, John G. Avildsen, in a 1980s newspaper interview, one of the main reasons he did not direct the sequel. Uh, Was that he didn't approve of the story. He was, however, fond of Stallone's original concepts for the two films, which have made a series, would have made the series a trilogy. The plots would have had Rocky be elected mayor of Philadelphia on the reform ticket, only to be scandalized when Polly is caught stealing from the treasury. Rocky takes the blame and is kicked out of office and ends up penniless just as he, uh, just at the beginning of the series. Coincidentally, this is similar to the same kind of scenario that we see in Rocky V. And that's it for Rocky Two. Rocky three. Mr. T. Overall thoughts on the film, Leo. Uh
2: most underrated Rocky movie. Really? Uh, oh wow. I think I think it's the most underrated. So it's funny because like I feel like it's well again, I'm I'm more on the on the bandwagon of like part four, like entertainment wise. And like after rewatching it, I'm like, it's a really it's a good film. Um and it's super quotable. So many memorable moments. Officially it's the first time we hear Eye of the Tiger. And, like, that's a huge deal for the Rocky franchise. Um, and I think, like, yeah, I think it's, it's quickly people forget about part three. Um, I think it's the most forgettable, but I, it's the most underrated. I freaking love it. I love the whole him letting his guard down, him not being hungry anymore. And then you see Clover's just visceral hunger to be the champion. I, I freaking love part three.
0: Same. Uh, Ryan, what about you?
1: I absolutely adore part three. Um, I agree with Leo. It's it, it's the underdog of the underdog series. Yeah, that's, a good, that's um, a good comparison. Like, I enjoy, I mean, the fact that it has a wrestler in it is a little bit of a sprinkle for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah,
0: same here. I think it's um one of those movies that, like you said, Leo, you kind of forget about it. I think it's, it may have gone down in my rankings a little bit, but I actually do think it's, the most underrated of the entire bunch it's and and it goes in and out uh that's what she said like you have <laughs> you, you have one of those situations where this movie it doesn't overstay its welcome and it's not filled with musical montages so it kind of has a, a, a thorough line story through throughout um which coincides with my favorite moment and probably the most heartbreaking moment in the entire series for me is um when mickey dies and I do cry every single time I watch him die. And Sly is so over the top in that scene and just works for me. I don't understand what he's saying. I'm still understanding. I'm still trying to get the... the Yeah,
2: closed captioning won't tell you what was said.
0: (laughs) But what works for me in that scene is that scream at the end that Sly does when he's just holding Mickey. Oh my God, it's so heartbreaking. Uh, But that's my favorite moment in the film. Oh, and the Viagra-like commercial... Uh, style of their of their uh, training session at the end. Every when Apollo and, and Rocky are racing on the beach, I always feel yes. like it's the end of the uh, of a Viagra commercial. If you suffer from erectile dysfunction defunction, please call this number.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> but yeah, that that's my favorite moments in Rocky Three. What do you got, Ryan? What's your favorite moments?
1: Um, the opening montage, Thunderlips, uh, mixed death. The training, the final fight,
2: and the favor.
0: Nice. Uh, what favor? Um, what about you, Leah? What do you got?
2: Uh, pretty much everything. Uh, everything above. I love the um, the training scenes with um, where you compare um, you compare uh, Mister T's training, um, Clever Lang's training, and Rocky's training. And Clever is just like in a freaking basement somewhere. Oh yeah. Um, I love anything Mister T said. Anything Clever Lang is quoted saying. Dead meat and I pity the fool. <laughs> um uh Mickey's death scene is very emotional. Um the it's funny, I I guess it it helped it helped like just uh get you flesh out the the uh the 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 Polly character, but when they go when they're first introduced to like Apollo's training staff and Polly's just being super racist. So racist. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. It's like, oh my lord, like dude. He's like you. Can't tr- read the room. <laughs> he's like he can't
0: train to this jungle music, and I'm like, oh, what is he doing? And I mean, yep. he, he even has that scene with the with the homeless outside during the night. He, yeah, Polly is just, yeah. Pauly's not it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but right. uh, and I yeah, I remember, I remember when I was little though, and even now I'm not the whole um, him in a robe and like just you have like people playing jazz music in the background while he's freaking the training. I'm like, this is. Ridiculously incredible
0: (laughs) And uh, Age best We're not doing age best here But uh, Steroids
2: Steroid age best Because I say I I say I say steroids For the next movie
0: I've never seen (laughs) Anyone transform So quick Than Sylvester Stallone In part 2 and (laughs) 3 My fucking god I mean Rocky 4 Is another animal We're gonna get into But my fucking god Um, I have some fun facts On Rocky 3 Before we move on Number one, according to an interview given by Mr. T, he attended the movie's premiere with his mother. During the scene where he yells lewd remarks at Adrian, his mother turned to him and said, "I did not raise you that. I did not raise you to talk to a lady like that." She then stormed out of the theater. This one's going to be interesting for you, Rai. Hulk Hogan received the initial offer to be in the movie after a wrestling match with Andre the Giant at Shea Stadium. At first he thought one of the wrestlers was trying to pull a prank on him. When he returned from a tour in Japan, Hogan received a Western Union letter he had to sign for The Contents, Sylvester Stallone's offer to be in the movie. That's cool. Another uh Hulk Hogan one. Hulk Hogan was fired by Vince McMahon Sr. for accepting the role of Thunderlips in the film. Because of oh. the pop yeah, because of the popularity of the film. Two years later, Vince McMahon Jr., Vince Ken Vincent Kennedy McMahon, actually, who now owned the company, brought him back and the rest is history. Uh next up, and this would have been so fucking wonderful. Morgan Freeman auditioned for the role of Clubber Lang's trainer. Oh. Yeah, that that would have been that would have been something. Uh according to St- Sylvester Stallone, Mr. T and Carl Weathers did not get along. Uh <laughs> This is evident during the scene where Apollo approaches Lang's corner and attempts to shake hang, and Lang uh knocks his hand away and goats him. This was moments after the pair actually had a real life dispute on set.
2: I was like they I imagine I was like, that wasn't even in the script. That was how they first met. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: The ring announcer played by distinctively distinctively voiced Jeff Templin, returning from Rocky Two, was tragically killed in an autom- automobile accident in January of 1982 and never li- lived to see the movie release. And I thought he was a great announcer. I thought he was really solid. And I want to give some time to this one, Rocky Four
1: Yes! <laughs>
0: I think this is the most controversial Rocky film in the most uncontroversial way. Um, so there's so much to discuss. I want to kick it off because I think you guys are very big on Rocky Four, right? Right, Ryan? I oh, am. Yeah.
1: I can take her to leave. it, To be completely
0: honest. Oh, really? Okay, cool. So this is just a Leo and me conversation here.
2: Yeah, that's funny. We have, we literally have the, like, the the full spectrum of Rocky Four fandom here. It's like <laughs> I'm like the uber like stand for it, and like we have David who's like this is not a good movie, and then we have Ryan right in the middle like yeah, it's okay.
0: <laughs> so I do want to say this before I get into it because I have about ten questions I have for you, Leo. Um, I actually. When you said on entertainment level, it's at 100, I absolutely agree. This is the, when you look at, you know, there's a podcast I listen to, uh, Bill Simmons, they do the rewatchables. And they called it one of the most rewatchable movies of all time. I actually agree 100% on that. It is one of the most rewatchable movies I think I own. It's also one of the best music videos I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like wait, how long is the movie? Like an hour and forty-five minutes of music video. Uh, an
0: hour and twenty, and I actually, oh. and I did math for you, my friend. I also have math for you today. <laughs> so, so much to discuss. Here we go. Why is Adrian so negative towards Rocky taking the fight?
2: Well, because I mean, Apollo died. <laughs> so. why,
0: why doesn't Rocky tell Adrian he agreed to fight on Christmas Day in Russia? As as that's... someone as someone that's married, I'd be divorced. There is,
2: I think she finds out. Like, yeah, she's like, wait, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> did Rocky si- end the Cold War?
2: That's a question. Yes, he
0: did. Sh- okay, great, you answered that <laughs> one.
2: <laughs>
0: Why did Russia turn on Drago in less than an hour?
2: Because he was losing.
1: It's not acceptable that's in it. Russia. And <laughs> Russia. We box you.
0: <laughs> did the Russian Prime Minister begin to love America after Rocky Four? Since he's clapping for Rocky?
2: I think so. Yes.
0: Okay. Cool. <laughs> did Sly save America? You said yes. How is Rocky climbing those mountain with a light jacket?
2: Oh, what? even better. How did he get it down? That's. It. <laughs>
0: Why is he climbing that mountain with a ja- with a light jacket? How That's actually one of my another another question. How did he get down? There was no cell phones. Were people worried? How many hours did it take for him to come down? Did he have frostbite? <laughs> Why is he screaming Drago at the top? He should have well, been- maybe
2: that maybe that's who he was waiting to pick him up from the top of the mountain.
0: Do you think if he had frostbite, does he make the fight? I don't think he makes the fight with all the frostbite <laughs> that he got from climbing that mountain. Um, I I do say I do love that Hearts on Fire song that plays around through that through that scene. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, who gets Drago steroids? I'm curious about that. Uh, what is up with Paulie and the robots relationship?
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that got real. That that's the true creepo moment of the franchise.
0: Why did this not win Video of the Year at the at the <laughs> Video Music Awards? Those are my those are my questions for you, Leo. Um, Amazing
2: amazing questions david i love those questions
0: i i think before we move on to ryan on this one and then obviously i know you're gonna you have a lot of praise for it um i think the best if we're gonna do musical montages here there's so many i actually think underrated no easy way out is solid because i do like that callback of you know him driving around aimlessly for no reason after apollo's death just thinking about all the moments that that he lived through with, with uh, Apollo. That's good stuff. The song is fantastic. I love that song. But the first song, the Survivor song, that plays when they first get to Russia, I think... Uh, let me get you the exact name of the song because it is a hot take I'm going to have and you're probably going to think I'm nuts about this. Do you get, Do you know what I'm talking about, Leo? When he
2: gets to Russia? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Burning Heart. Um, yes. Yeah. Low-key, n- low best song in the movie. Ooh. Yep. I said it. I love Hearts on Fire, but low key, I think that's the best song in the movie. Um and yet, Ryan, I I, I think I talked a lot here. What are your thoughts on Rocky Four?
1: <laughs> um, like I said, I could take her or leave it. The stuff the moments I enjoyed was uh Paulie receiving his gift. Um Apollo's fight, the he dies, he dies. Uh the training montage and the fight. Leo I'll give you the floor.
0: Take ten. Take ten minutes if amazing, you need.
2: Amazing, amazing. Um, so yeah. So after rewatching it, I can absolutely say, as a film, David, you you were absolutely right. It's not uh, good. In, in, in not in good at all. In Comparison to the other movies that have like straight up a like, character development and like it, it feels like they're like part of the same narrative. This one did take some decisions where it's like this person would never act like this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but. On the other side, as far as entertainment value, 100%. this movie skyrockets off the list. Oh I yeah, think this is—it's got the best opening graphics where it has the two gloves going towards each other. Yeah, with it's the like, Soviet, you, with
0: the with the Soviet. Yes, yeah, like,
2: if, if that doesn't amp you up at the beginning, oh my gosh, there's floating gloves with the American flag and the Soviet flag. This movie's going to be amazing. Um, the robot is terrible, though. The robot, I felt like I think that's one of those things where this movie was like, if you. If aliens were to visit Earth and they were to ask what happened in the 80s, they should watch Rocky IV. (laughs) Rocky IV is like, this is the complete description of what 1980s United States was. This. Um, It is, I I believe, I think it's the most quotable of all the Rocky movies.
0: Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I mean, whatever he hits, he destroys. I must break you. And if he dies, he dies. I mean, like it's uh, yeah, I, I love anything Drago says. It's just fantastic. I had I think this one does have the best training montages, but it's because everyone's on steroids. Oh my
0: god, uh, the the steroid <laughs> use, and it, I yeah. I love how Loki r- slides on steroids, and we know yes. Rocky's on steroids, but they never Thank address you. it because there's no way he's picking up Adrian Pauly and uh. Oh my god! I forgot the trainer's Duke, name, Duke, 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 Duke. On that carriage, like that.
2: Thank you. It's funny because, like, we've seen like it's he's steroided up for someone that was already steroided up from part three and part two. Oh yeah. So like he's even more steroided up, and I think the low key and one of the other reasons that I kind of love this movie is he's the one that introduced the Captain America beard before the Captain America beard.
0: I got. I got to ask you, and this is like. And I, I, I guess I'm. I'm. This is a me and Leo thing because Ryan's so indifferent on Rocky Four. Um, <laughs> should Rocky have kept the beard for the fight? I say yes.
2: I say yes too. I, I honestly, agree. It looked dope on him. Yep, I totally agree.
0: There's. I, I think it's a more intimidating look.
2: Definitely. It's. It also shows like how long was he training for?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Time frame does not work in this movie.
2: Oh I, no, I, no! No no! I have enough.
0: a beard, and if this movie takes place, let's say a month after, not and not even you need like five six months to train. So how long was he in Russia without Adrian? That's another question
2: I have. Oh my gosh, dude! But yeah, no, I think as far as a movie, and when we go through the rankings, you'll see where I end up placing this movie based on like a combination of rewatchability and actual good films. Um, but I Yeah I think It's it's definitely for me Maybe like Top five Rewatchable movies And It's, it's still It's still super Super uh, Fun It's a fun It's a fun movie uh,
0: This is As we move on to the fun facts On Rocky IV um, This is not in my fun facts But just to let you know uh, There is a two and a half hour cut That will be released this year That's Is there
2: more music? Is there more 80s music
0: though? If there isn't
1: I'd be very upset <laughs> Uh the heart's on the easy way out. Yeah,
0: seriously. They're, seriously. Um, but yeah. Uh <laughs> here we go. Rocky Four fun facts. Here's the math. It has been calculated that Rocky Four is Wait, wait, thir- wait hold
2: on. Did, 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 could you maybe pose it as a question to see if I get oh, close yeah. to what the oh, career- yeah, yeah.
0: So h- how much music how much of Rocky four is musical montages? Rock uh Leo.
2: Funny because I know that for a fact there is a point in the movie where it goes from musical montage to like one or three lines to musical montage. Yep. Oh man. Um like as far as full time, runtime, or like percentage? Percentage. Okay, okay. I honestly think, and this is not even an exaggeration, I do believe like seventy percent of this movie is musical montage.
0: Ryan, what do you think? Take a quick guess.
1: Um I'm gonna say sixty five.
0: Alright, so I have two numbers for you. 31.9% is montages.
2: That's way too much for a movie.
0: <laughs> oh, it gets better, Leo. It gets better. better. The, the This is just ridiculous. Most of the dialogue it's actually in the first 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> so, after, after Apollo's death, we get the No Easy Way Out montage, so we get from yeah. there. Yeah. After that, 50% of the movie is musical montages.
1: Amazing.
0: That that's just I can I
1: can't
0: I mean I can't believe that. I I really can't believe that. And actually if you, do
2: If you remember like like Rocky's training without Adrian, Adrian Lands and there's some dialogue, another musical montage.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because I actually had that in my notes uh, uh in terms of my facts, the fact that we have a first training montage. Adrian comes and then Hearts on Fire starts right after that. It's yes. Oh my God. All right.
2: All she all, all she serves is like a little minor like reprieve for like the, the, the change of song.
0: Yeah, seriously. Uh all right, number two here. Sylvester Stallone decided that him and Dolph's Lundron should hit one another for real. So as to increase the intensity of the scene, after doing three takes of Rocky taking shots of the ribs, Stallone felt a burning in his chest but ignored it. Later that night, he had difficulty breathing and was taken to a nearby emergency room. It was discovered that his blood pressure was over 200 and he had flown on low-altitude flight from Canada to St. John's Hospital where he remained in intensive care for four days. What happened was that Lundgren had punched him so hard in the chest, Salone's heart had slammed up against his breaststone and began to swell cutting off the blood supply and restricting the oxygen flow throughout the body. Yeah, crazy. Number three, during filming, Dolph Lundgren and Carl Weathers did not get along.
1: (laughs) I'm starting to see a pattern.
0: (laughs) Yes, you are, my friend. Lundgren threw Weathers into a corner of the box room. After that, Weathers shouted profanities at Lundgren while leaving the ring and announced that he was calling his agent and quitting the movie. Only after Stallone forced the two to reconcile did the movie continue. This event actually caused a four day work stoppage.
1: Four Days, holy crap,
0: that's wild! Uh, last three here 8,000 people auditioned to be Ivan Drago. Whoa, yep, really? Yep, Dol- originally, uh, Dolph Lundgren was the first to turn down, uh, was first turned down by the casting director if he after being too tall, but then after, um, he actually got to send photos to Sly, and Sly was like, no, he's perfect. Uh, last two. Sly the original cut of the film was about an hour and a half longer, which is the two and a half hour movie they were going to get and it actually tightens it up a little bit. Actually, because I know we see newspaper clippings of Rocky uh, giving up the title, so there's actually him meeting with the commission. So so I think I always
2: I I always wondered about this. I always wondered why is he only a two time champ if he beat Drago? But there is some backstory, right?
0: Yeah. So apparently, this is actually going to clean up the movie a lot. So I'm actually looking forward to it. It actually may push it up the rankings.
2: If anything, it feels like they cut all the movie part out of the movie. They did.
0: (laughs) They did. They're like, we don't need this. We need. We need more montages. Uh, like, and
1: you know what the people like from the other ones, the Montage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the last one was Dolph Lundgren was actually trained by Arnold Schwarzenegger for the movie. Wow. Oh. And that concludes my facts on Rocky Four. This next one we can take about five minutes, and I am good to go. Uh, Rocky Five. Overall thoughts: Why did this movie exist? I. What happened to Rocky's son? Why did he age yeah. ten years after a few days? I, I don't really like this movie. It actually feels longer than the hour and 40 minutes that it is. If there is something I do like, I do. The street fight at the end is pretty dope, but that's that's kind of where I land on Rocky V. Ryan, something tells me you like Rocky V. Go for it.
1: I like the Mick flashback and the final fight. Oh, good. Good. Very good. That's about
0: it. Uh, Shout out to E from Entourage who's in this movie. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm one hundred percent with you. This didn't have to be made this, uh, this,
0: this, this yeah,
1: we'll get we'll get to this in a little bit.. Ah, yeah.
0: uh, what about you, Leo? What are your thoughts?
2: yeah, it's it's, it's like one of those questions is like, hey, rank the worst Rocky movies and why? And you just you know for a fact, why is Rocky Five the worst? Uh, <laughs> but like it's so it's funny, I did notice one thing that I think maybe was the reason I definitely didn't like this movie. and I, I can compare it in, in typical me fashion. I can compare it to the MCU. Uh, but it's for a movie that you actually enjoy. I feel like this is very much like Iron Man 3, <gasps> where it's like, it took out all the Rocky things that I do like about Rocky movies, and it's to just put the title of Rocky. Like, there's very little Rockiness in here. The training montages aren't even Rocky. There's like, not even. Like Iron- is there even
0: a training montage in this movie? I don't remember one.
2: I, 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 I think there's so. a montage where it's like it, it flashes through like Tommy's. Yes, life, you're like right. You're right. Or whatever. But I'm like, but I don't care about Tommy. No one cares about Tommy. Um, it has the worst nickname. I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I can't find a reason that I do like this movie at all. It's boring. I think you called it out. It's way longer than what I thought it was. It feels like it's freaking four hours. It's missing all the eighties music from part four. There's no <laughs> Russians. There's no snow. <laughs> No one grows a beard. Did you guys play the... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go, Go ahead, Ryan. Did you guys play the video game? No, I
0: didn't There's even Rocky know there was 5? one. There's
2: a Rocky
1: Five video game? There's a Rocky video game. It's oh, good? Okay. Oh, okay. I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> but even when I got to the Rocky Five part, I wanted just to get through it and just keep on going.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just not it. Uh, ironically, the same director he also directed the original Karate Kid, so he has two big franchises, and um, he also oh, directed. Hey. Yes.
2: Can you explain exactly why they lost their money? Because I watched that scene. I, mean, I watched it when I was little. I watched it now as an adult, but I can't understand what Paulie did. So what? <laughs>
0: Ryan, he correct. Money. He, I, he gave power of attorney to his a lawyer or his accountant. His accountant ended up going forward. He took the money and threw it in a real estate deal that backfired, so he couldn't put the money back. What I don't get is why? Why don't you know that your house isn't paid off? I've always yeah. thought that's the biggest. Like you want to bring him back to Philly as like just, You know he lost all his money. Whatever it is, what it is, but. I don't I don't buy the fact that he's lived in his house for at this point, I'm gonna say like five years, and they don't know it's not paid off yet. That that kind of like I was like, oh I guess that doesn't And it was
2: like and they said it was like four hundred thousand dollars worth Yeah. dude. Like it's like a substantial amount of money. Like you don't just forget that.
0: I also don't buy the whole uh he Pauly would give Polly I don't think paulie has a right to give them Paul a power of attorney. Thank you.
2: That's, I think that always confused me. I'm like, wait, why, why would Polly have any power of or the right to get power of attorney? Yeah,
0: there's, I don't think there's anything there that, and they never even said in any of the movies. I don't, I mean, they never talk business in any of the movies, but I, there's not even an inkling that there, that Pauly has any rights over any business yeah. decisions that Rocky and Adrian make it. Yeah. That doesn't work for me at all. It s- sucks. And then, like Tommy Gunn is very uninteresting, and then poor man's um Don Don King. King. Yeah, I'm I'm good. But some quick (laughs) facts. Some quick (laughs) facts on uh on Rocky Five. Sylvester Stallone originally toyed with the idea of killing Rocky at the end of the movie. The plan was for Rocky would die in the ambulance on its way to the hospital with Adrian by his side. At the hospital, she would have announced that the world of his of his passing and his spirit would live on in a final flashback of the famous scenes. Running up the famous steps. Ultimately Rocky uh Stallone abandoned this because Rocky should not die. <clears throat> um number two, Stallone originally planned to make the effects of Rocky's brain damage more visible and painful to see, but altered those plans after watching a few days of footage because uh the sight of Rocky's um was like seeing your favorite dog with the this- dysplasia. So he decided to remove that. Number 3, Sylvester this is actually pretty interesting in terms of money wise. Stallone's salary for the first Rocky was $23,000. His salary for Rocky 5 was $15 million. That's a 65,217% pay raise and it's one of the largest pay raises in the history of Hollywood for any actor.
2: And it's funny cuz he did the least rockying in this movie too. Yeah. So it's like he got that huge pay bump but he didn't what he was supposed to be doing
0: <laughs> in Rocky 3, Rocky 4, Rocky was unbeatable, incredibly famous and popular, the films coincided with the height of Stallone's own popularity which had faded after Rocky 4 uh, when composing the script for the movie, he decided to look at the notion of how a man can have it all and then suddenly lose it and then finally, uh, in the years following the film's release, Stallone acknowledged that the injury that forces Rocky to retire, referenced in the film as a potential lethal form of brain damage was inaccurate. Stallone stated that having discussed the story with many boxing medical professionals, the injury Rocky had from Rocky IV was actually more of a concussion than any brain damage. So yeah. that's, that's an interesting thought. And we get to the last three, Rocky Balboa. This is I, I actually, I mentioned Rocky 3 being the most underrated. I think actually, thinking about it, I think this is it.
2: You think it's underrated, really? I
0: think it's very underrated. I don't think a lot of people talk about how good Rocky Balboa is. I enjoy everything about it.
2: Uh, I agree.
0: But I'll start with Ryan. What do you think?
1: This one, I'll be honest. The first time I watched it, I didn't enjoy it as much as I have on rewatches. But yeah, I I will put it on. It's definitely a little bit underrated. Not as underrated as 3, but definitely underrated. Uh, What about you, Leo? What are your thoughts?
2: Uh, So maybe it's because like I... I was. I saw it in the movie theaters. I, I, the hype of the movie was definitely there. Like I, I didn't think it was underrated. I remember it like it's. It's this is the X Men Days of Future Past of. That's good. Marvel I like franchise. that. I like that. Mm. Yeah, it went back and it fixed everything that Part Five left us with. Yeah, like it was a fantastic ending. Like I love the whole him being a, a restaurant owner. I mean, it, it was sad, but like. I understood the reasoning for Adrian passing, um, like the, the subtle callbacks to Spider Rico, Little Marie. Like it was honestly like I thought again like I I, I it's not forgettable to me. If someone asks me like what's the final movie in the Rocky franchise, I mean leaving Creed out of it, it's like I think like Balboa did like a fantastic job of wrap, wrapping up all the loose ends and fixing five.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I there's a lot about it that I enjoyed. It was the first Rocky I saw in theater, so I remember that specifically yeah, well.
2: Yeah. We re- were hyped for that.
0: <laughs> I remember the entire crowd cheering too during the movie. So that was like really, really dope to see. Um favorite moment for me actually was um the scene with Robert and Rocky in the street where he gives uh A about how hard you get hit speech. And then oh, i o- yeah. and I also really like the stuff where they go to all the spots that him and Adrian had. That's another heart. That's a tearjerker. That's a really big Mm -hmm. tearjerker, and it's the most, the best part of Pauly ever. When Pauly's like, "I treat like you treated her good." I don't have these moments. That's like really, really heartbreaking to see. Um, Age worse, video game graphics. (laughs) Just wanted to throw that out there.
2: Yeah, it's pretty bad.
0: Um, but yeah, in terms of favorite moments, you do you uh, do
1: you have one, Rye? Uh, the Adrian look back, the Paul and Rocky in the locker room and them going to all the spots, the dog, um, Rocky's speech to the, his kid and the end. What about you, Leo?
2: Yeah, I think any any little any of those like little subtle um, callbacks to the original movies like Cuff and Link in the tank um, the fact that little Marie was the same girl that called him a uh, creepo, the, the ice skating rink revisit, like any, anything like that, that it was like, oh man, this is fantastic. And honestly, I think another one was um, him leaving the ring without caring about what the result was.
0: Right. Yeah, I love that. Like,
2: it, that. That's like a straight up callback to part one where it was like, this movie is bookended by that exact type of like, I don't care. Like, I I did my best. I put all I could. And like, you walk off. Agreed.
0: It was perfect. Yeah. Agreed. All right. And then some Rocky Balboa effects here. During the pre-production, the filmmakers tried to find a good location to actually have to shoot the fight. So they ended up booking uh, the same night. Uh, HBO had an upcoming event with Bernard Hopkins and Jermaine Taylor. So what ended up happening was Stallone suggested that the film could piggyback on the real event using real HBO format, the real crowd, even the real press conference setup. As such, the press conference scene was shot only moments after the real press conference was shot. So the scene, um, the fight, they used the real cameras that they would use for the fight and for the crowd. So the crowd in the fight were actually real people there for the Hopkins Taylor fight. So ah. Long was hoping that the crowd wouldn't boo or cause any problems. It actually got to the point that the crowd started chanting Rocky on their own.
2: Yes. <laughs> of course awesome. they did, man. Yeah. So the crowd was
0: never told to stand up or chant. They actually did everything completely on their own, and that is awesome. Yeah. Uh number two, <laughs> more car <Carl> Weather's news. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Weathers was not a fan of. <laughs> you're you're close, Leo. Carl Weathers does not appear in the film because Weathers wanted a role in the film, even though he had died. Oh my god. Stallone <laughs> refused, so Weathers actually refused to grant permission for Stallone to use archive footage of him. That's why you don't see any of it until Creed. Uh number three, Adrian Barboa has a real grave in Philly. And then number four, more Adrian. She was actually alive in the first few drafts on the script, uh, while Robert Babo was in the U.S. Air Force. Uh, the early title was Rocky Six Puncher's Chance. At this point, the story revolved around Rocky running a local gym for youths. However, Stallone felt that the film lacked an emotional impact. So he had him and Tyler Shower come to an agreement that their character would be best left out of the film. And I think, like you said, Leo, it sucks, but it works.
2: It works. It works mm-hmm. so much because, like, it's kind of like I get the callback to part one, where you see how alone he is, mm-hmm. and like how that that plays a part. Like this, it called back that, like he's by himself again. But he, now at least he's been, he has the effect of having loved her, so it's like he still uses that to motivate him.
0: Agreed. And then um, in earlier drafts, I'm glad this didn't happen. Uh, Rocky's former opponents all made cameos. So Clubber Lang and Ivan Drago. Clubber would have been a ringside commentator for the bout with Dixon.
1: Ooh.
0: The Sea with Drago. This is. Was- depressing, especially with Creed 2, what we got with that, which I love. The scene with Drago had Rocky visiting him in a hospital where he was dying of AIDS. Whoa. Ah. Supposedly Rocky would have told the nurse, if he dies, he dies. Oh, <laughs> dude. That's,
1: that
0: that's terrible. That's so terrible, but yeah. Uh, and then lastly, Stallone's original cut of the film was two and a half hours. The cut of the film played a sneak preview at audience on May 15th, and then MGM demanded to cut the film an hour down. Which makes sense. I don't think any Rocky film should be 230, 240. This is Agreed. Like we're gonna get that with Rocky four, and I'm curious, but I think 140 was the proper runtime. And there are three different endings. Rocky loses the fight by decision, Rocky loses the fight by KO, and then Rocky wins the fight. Actually, no, Rocky wins the fight by KO, and there's another ending where he wins by decision so last couple here creed uh no spoiler alert uh, It was in my uh top top 15 of the decade i think it's the second best in the franchise everything about this movie works for me uh ryan what are your thoughts
1: i enjoy the hell of it i agree with you 100 like when it comes to it being one of the best in the franchise i can watch it from beginning to end anytime i came to it very late like was it this year or last year i watched it and then this is my second time watching it for this pod and i can't wait to watch it again leo thoughts
2: yeah dude i think you guys both hit it on the head like rewatchability is there it's a well-crafted film the story is tight the acting is amazing the music is fantastic like it, it, philadelphia becomes a character once again oh, yeah. um it's it's uh yeah it's a masterpiece i think the only reason it's funny i think the only reason it's not number one is because of the fact that rocky like spun off so many things yeah but if like if rocky had never existed creed would be like the defining the defining trope
0: yep i agree um some moments that i wanted to touch on the training scene uh the one take fight sequence that ryan kugler shoots is fantastic <laughs> uh and any scene with rocky and donnie i think their chemistry is fantastic uh, heartbreaking, but worked really well at the end when they're going up the stairs and Rocky can't make it now, yeah. and Donnie helps him up, and you—it's just heartbreaking. But like you see that father son relationship that they develop. Uh, what about you, Ryan? Do you have any moments you want to touch on?
1: Um, yeah, the mute cute with Bianca. What cloud?
0: Yes! Oh, that was oh, so
1: good. That I'm was so good. Yeah, that up, yes. that's so funny. Um. Gotta take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, them on the rug. I don't know why, but for me, besides the date, the first date, that beats a lot of the original moments for me. Like that got my like heartstrings a lot. Like for romance moments. No, it was and good. the fights good. and them going up the steps. What about you, Leah? What do you got? And what were
0: you gonna say, Dave? No, yeah, gonna... I no, I agree on on the um what you said on the on the romance i agree with that a lot
2: yeah uh I, I have pretty much everything you both said perfect perfect perfectly put the only thing i'll add to it is um after um after donnie's first win he's like let's go crazy and then it's like a flaps back to like the three of them on the couch like eating ice cream and falling asleep and it's yeah, like it's, that's
0: good i like that a lot it was cute it was but you know what's funny thinking,
2: oh. real quick
1: about that if you notice rocky goes up the steps and doesn't even put the ice cream away he's like screw it, spoon, let it melt <laughs> <laughs> He probably is like,
0: Donna, you do it. Um, <laughs> I will call bullshit on something uh, with Creed, and I'm glad that we're actually covering Creed so I can say this. I don't know if I've said it before, if I did I forgot. So this movie, from beginning to end, is a remake of Rocky. You guys would agree with that, right? Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Like, it's a straight-up f- fact that it's a remake. Yeah, of The um, Fourth Awakening. I'm glad you said that. I, I I'm so curious why, and maybe because Star Wars fans are Star Wars fans and they're fickle and they just want to complain about everything. Um, I wonder why people complain so much about Force Awakens, but no one says it, the same thing about Creed. Because they're a month they one, they come out a month apart, and I love both of them. I adore Force Awakens as much as I adore Creed. It's just funny that it, how everything works out. Like you see Creed as this, a lot of people call it a masterpiece, and I think it is. But it's yeah. just one of those things that it's essentially the same. It's rocky, even to the point where he loses at the end mm-hmm. on a split decision. So it's 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 just ironic how social media takes takes light on certain movies. Um,
2: That's a really good point. I, you know, I I realized that it was just like the stories are being retold, but I never I never put it in in comparison to the fact that like the same people that hate on one don't hate on the other. Yeah, it's just the same recipe.
0: It's 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 crazy. I mean. I love both, so I'm not one of those, obviously. But it was just something I wanted to bring out. Uh, Some fun facts on Creed before we move on to the last one. Sylvester Stallone requested that Michael B. Jordan wear the famous American flag trunks that Apollo Creed wore in Rocky and Rocky wore in Rocky Three, Four to keep tradition with the universe, which I fucking loved.
2: Adore it. Yeah. Number
0: two we will feel old heel here. Sylvester Stallone, 69, when the film was released, the same age as Burgess Meredith in Rocky.
2: Wow. wow well actually doesn't Rocky make a he makes a statement to that in one of like in part 3 or in part 4 where he's like I'm the same age now as when Mickey was when he started training me I
0: think in the next one
2: in the next one yeah. right and I was like oh damn man that's like shoot <laughs> and by the way
0: all the cancer stuff they Creed 2 fix and doesn't fix it. I don't think it's a bad part of the movie it just really breaks my heart just seeing Rocky yeah. um, like that I think uh that works really well for the emotional heart punch of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next up Sylvester Stallone revealed on a talk show that in all of his Rocky films, that there had been at least one instance of him being knocked down for real, which in sense made it a tradition. Uh, so Michael B. Jordan agreed deliberately yes. shoot such a case and it's all over the internet. You can see it where he gets I love knocked. That. Yeah, he gets knocked the fuck out. Uh, and then last, last two here Sylvester Stallone in the third is the third actor in in the history of the Academy Awards to receive both lead and supporting Academy Award nominations for playing the same character so he was nominated for lead nominated for supporting Uh, Al Pacino was nominated for lead in uh, supporting in Godfather lead in Godfather 2 and then I don't know what this movie is uh, Barry Fitzgerald was nominated for best actor and one for going my way and then then yeah, and that's it and then the ending is differs from the original script that stallone uploaded on twitter adonis was winning the fight and the script dated december 28th 2014 but in the end they ended up going with the same pretty much the same ending as rocky one which i think works well i don't better, it kind of yeah. it I the rags to riches story i like better with uh uh, with him failing at the end and then ultimately getting in, in part two. So finally, Creed two. Um, since I was in the moment with this, I actually was uh very, very, very hesitant on Creed two. One because Ryan Coogler wasn't back, and two because I didn't know how I felt about we're getting an Ivan Drago story again, where he fights his son, because we didn't know anything about Ivan Drago. Like he's just. Fill in the blank, steroided villain. Fun as it is, but I was pleasantly surprised by Rock Creed too. I, it is, it is so good, and every watching it, it holds up so fucking well. Uh, and I think it ties everything up. That's why I don't want another one. The end where Rocky goes back to, to his son. Uh, so good. And then where you, where you see Apollo introducing, uh, I mean, uh, Adonis introducing Apollo to his granddaughter. I think really works really well at the end. Uh, I feel like there's closure for every character involved, so I'm, I wish they don't do another one. But, yeah, I mean, there's much to talk about in this one, but uh, those are my first thoughts. Ryan, what about you?
1: Yeah, no, I think it's a really well-done film. Um, loved it from beginning to end, and yeah. What about you, Leo?
2: Yes, same as you, D. I, I mean, as I you can tell, I, have, I didn't see it until maybe four months ago. Um, I was very hesitant because I love part four so much. And this one feels like this is like okay, this is like the the sequel to that storyline of what happened to Drago after after the after you know after Rocky saved the world and ended uh, and communism. Um, but after watching it, I thought it was a really it, it, it made more movie. It was a mo- it was a movie rather than a movie. An actual movie. Yeah, yeah, it was an actual movie so i'm like oh yeah there was a storyline with all that too uh really good acting really good it, it, it but I, just exactly as like you mentioned though i thought that that was the ending of the franchise everything has a resolution i didn't expect anything after this um but at the same time this one kind of surprised me too so i'm, I'm hopeful for it uh, but generally rocky creed too fantastic movie
0: yeah dolph lundgren one of his best performances
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, and just the, the whole arc that they gave him too—it's like you, he's a sympathetic character.
0: <laughs> so I guess that answers my question. Um, did Russia? Did the Russian Prime Minister become American after,
2: <laughs> after right? Rocky Four? I think
0: I think that that was our answer. Uh, Bridget Nielsen cameo was phenomenal. I didn't Dude. even expect that. It was so fucking great to see that. Did you know that was her Ryan when you first saw?
1: Uh no. Nah, be honest.
0: Uh in terms of uh favorite moments, I've mentioned the end before. Uh Steve Capel Jr. is a director of this. I believe he was a music video director, so I I wanna give props to <laughs> That's
2: fitting. <laughs> I, I know the
0: parallel here. I do want to give props to um the production design well, the costume designer, production designer and 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 cable for the introduction at the end during the fight where Tessa Thompson sings him to the ring. That is sick. the yeah. the t- the trunks that he's wearing with the flag now black and white, black white and gray. That is fantastic. I think that look is phenomenal. I hope if the- we do get another one, he keeps that look. That look is I I I love it because it's his own. He's he, he's paying homage to his father with the yes. with the flag, but it's his own look. I think it's phenomenal. Uh, the fight sequences are pretty dope. I do want to say because I thought Creed Two would kind of be him fighting Wheeler for the title, so I do want to give credit that they included that that he wasn't just a champion that he act- they actually show him winning the world title. I do think that really works really well. And there's this is the first Rocky with more than two fights, like big fights. I think this since this has three.
2: Oh, interesting. Because you have uh-huh. like
0: those smaller fights, but in terms of big big fights, this is the first one that has three world title fights in it. So, yeah, so that pretty much wraps up that I do have some quick uh I have some moments.
1: Oh, you do. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um the I like how they played off from one, but did you take a shit yet? <laughs> um the proposal. Um Drago confronts Rocky in the restaurant. Um, the baby being born. Um, I thought that was just a heart touching moment, like from like heart wrenching and just everything. Ah,
0: and the fights and the end. Awesome. Do you have any moments, Leo? Uh,
2: other than the ones you guys named, um, just to flesh it out a little bit more, Drago seeing his ex wife. Um, I thought that scene was just uncomfortable, but I think it's a, like. To anyone that's seen, that's ever seen an X with like after the breakup, it's like I think that that was a great great way to show like Drago being a human and not the machine that we saw back in uh, Rocky Four. Yeah. Um. And yeah, just just humanized them a lot. And I was I, like, damn. I will
0: say, Leo, I think Creed Two
2: helped me
0: appreciate Rocky Four more because now I know who these people are.
2: Yeah, well, then now you have actual back, back... Oh, yeah,
0: that's what they were supposed to be. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, to finish off, some quick facts at four here. Uh, when Adonis is looking at archival footage of A- Apollo's death on this tablet, it's actually unused take angles from Rocky Four.
2: Oh, I love that. Oh, that's
1: cool. So
0: we may even see it in um in the director's cut that's coming out. Uh, one of the extras during the big fight between Creed and Drago was also an extra in Rocky Four during the fight between Apollo and Ivan. Initially from winning the role from an extra on a cereal box for Rocky IV, he actually auditioned for Creed Two. So that was a pretty cool fact. Uh, a, and I don't know how you guys would feel about this. A brief fight scene between Rocky and Ivan Drago was filmed, but omitted for theatrical release. Uh, the fight would take place in the hospital by security desk area. Both men would exchange fists before immediately being broken up. Would you have liked to see that?
2: I think I got my fix of that in the Expendables movies. I think yeah. I'm fine. And <laughs> and I think
0: the conversation at the restaurant shows the tension that's still there. So I think yeah. that actually worked a lot better than just them fist-to-cuffing. And yeah. then finally, first in the Rocky series where there are no significant personal trage- trage- tragedies to Rocky since Rocky to Rocky 3, Mickey's death. Rocky 4, Apollo's death. Rocky 5, loss of Rocky's wealth. Rocky Balboa, Adrian's death. Cree, <laughs> Paulie's death. So the guy's, wow. been th- the guy's been through the ringer. And that wraps it up. Let's finish up here with ranking the franchises. So, eight Rocky films. I am going to say that our, everyone has Rocky 5 as the last one, correct?
1: That's correct.
0: Correct so my number seven Is Rocky Three Leo what's nope. your number seven
2: So my number seven is 2 <gasps> Oh no Yeah but, I, but it's one of those things Where like it's, it's just it's not that it's a bad Movie it's just that I after the Rewatch I think the other ones Yeah I don't know Yeah, I have, I have Creed 2 it's still It's still not as memorable as the ones I have Above it, All
1: it right. that What about you I got Rocky Four. Oh wow,
2: that's
0: actually where that—that it, that was its old placement, by the way, right? I it went <laughs> up. Um, my number seven is Rocky Two. Leo, what do you have for number seven? I have Rocky Three. Oh, number su- Sixty Man Six. I'm sorry. Six. What do yeah, you have? I have
2: Rocky. I have Rocky Three. Okay,
0: and Ry, what do you got? Rocky Two. Oh, nice. Same same spot. Uh, number five. I have Rocky Four. See, it went up. It went up two spots. Can you give me some props on that, Leo?
2: Very much so. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, where do you what do you have in number five?
2: I have Rocky Four. Really? I... So I again, like I, I, the, the lens. It all depends on the lens here, and like if it's based on like actual film, actual like I, it's not a good, it's not a good film, but it's still entertaining. So I had to like split the difference there. It's nice. not my number one. But it's also not my number five or my number eight or my number seven. It's but it's gotta be in my top five regardless. Objectivity, so I, put, I love it. Yeah.
0: Uh, what about you, Rye? What is your number five?
1: My number five is Creed Two.
0: Nice. All right, and then top four here. My number four is Rocky Balboa. Leo, what do nice. you have?
2: My number four is Rocky Two. Nice.
0: And Rye, what do you got? I got Rocky Balboa as well. Well, look at that. Good shit, bro. Good <laughs> shit, Rye. My number three, Creed Two. What do you got, Rye? I got Rocky 3. Nice. And Leo? Rocky Balboa. Nice. And I assume 2 and 1 is Creed and Rocky. Yes, yep. it is. <laughs> in, in that order, does anyone have Creed number 1? Nope. Right. No. Cool. Yeah, so that, that wraps everything up. I think this was a very engaging conversation, guys. I think we gave mm-hmm. a lot of credit to and a lot of talk to Rocky 4, which I'm sure listeners will enjoy very very much while listening to hearts on fire in the background um (laughs) next week we shall be back with i'm breaking the news now to leo and ryan our top (laughs) top 10 sports films
2: perfect segue this is like a perfect segue for that
0: absolutely until then see you at the movies kids